Hey, it's Seeking Plum. I kind of feel like I'm going to vomit. You know that feeling when you have a great deal of anxiety before you're going to do something or say something, and it's all bottled up, but it's sitting in the pit of your stomach? Yeah, that's, that's where it's sitting right about now. And frankly, this happens every time, so there's no reason for it. It's been almost three years to the month since I started gradually coming out to friends and family as gay. And I don't know that it gets that much easier, but I never realized when I started approaching that door from within the closet is that it's a never-ending it's a never-ending process. That door is revolving. You constantly are having to out yourself to every new person you meet. And sometimes again and again to people you've already told. Because either they have, quote, forgotten, or they simply don't believe you. Over this same period of time, I have wrestled with the best way of, of dealing with this door. I curse it on a regular basis because I'm not sure when I meet new people when and how to tell them because no matter the gender there seems to be well everyone everyone deals with it differently for many it's this huge obstacle and when they find out they simply cannot associate with you in any way and for others it's still an obstacle and they will tell you that they quote, love you, but they cannot accept this part of you. And to me, that is not love. And then there are others that say, oh, it's fine, I don't care, it's no big deal. And then they, they disappear. So, so it, it really is a big deal then. And others yet, who say, oh, okay, no biggie. And yet, if you interact with them the way you normally would interact with somebody, they begin trying to read into your actions or your words when there's simply nothing to be read into. After living so much of my life in the closet where, where there's never a necessity to wave your flag and say, I'm straight. <laughs> it's this foreign concept to have to live life and have to announce it in any way. And it seems like it's not anybody's business, but it affects relationships, it, ex it, it affects friendships. And I used to think that I wanted people to be able to accept me for me and then at, at some point after they accept me for me then I would tell them but when does that happen by then is there ever a really good time intellectually I knew that 
if you tell somebody and they don't accept you, then they're not really your friends anyway, right? But there was this part of me that was hoping, you know, that that getting to know me as a person first could get over this potential obstacle and <laughs> and somehow clobber it into the ground and open eyes, maybe. <laughs> Ever the eternal optimist. <laughs> but but after a conversation with a friend yesterday about the very same things, for some reason it finally clicked home that if I want to avoid all of the pain of potentially losing that new friend or losing someone I've been friends with for a longer period of time, etc., etc., then I really need to put it out there right at the very beginning. I did mention that I was gay near the very beginning of this podcast. It was probably the seventh or eighth episode. And I've mentioned it off and on maybe two or three times over the course of the last, I don't know how many months I've been doing this now. But it's not something that I mention on a regular basis or wave that flag, etc. Because again, I wanted to be able to have conversations about various topics with anyone and everyone. I didn't want that part of me to be an obstacle. I wanted to be able to to expand my horizons too of talking with people who may not have had conversations with me or you know what I mean? I wanted to break down some barriers rather than build them up. And if I could take that obstacle and make it smaller rather than being in anyone's face with it, then that's what I wanted to do. But over the past couple of months, I've realized in a, in a few conversations that <laughs> that not everybody has heard those few episodes where I've mentioned it. So, so people didn't know. And, and while that may not be a big deal, for some maybe it is. And I don't want there to be false pretenses. I'm sick of dancing in and out of that revolving door. I'm sick of the, the pain that comes because I've set up these scenarios again and again of hoping beyond hope that, that who I am is, is hopefully not going to be an obstacle. And I'm setting myself up, right? By not, by not being upfront in the very, very, very beginning. And I guess I think it will be less painful if I just, if I just do it in the very beginning. So this is sort of my, my reset button, right? 
saying fuck it to that damn door, bursting through it and and announcing it um, more blatantly, loudly, and in your face, so to speak, and and trying to to reset things, to maybe mention it more often. And I think I'm going to put a flag on my account just just to have it there so that if I don't mention it, it's not a surprise when somebody does find out. And so while this is a reset for me, this is, this is also kind of an out I'm giving to you. Because whoever you might be, if you are listening, and this, this new detail about me, if this is a problem, if this is, if, if the word problem is too big, so shall we say discouraging, then this is a quote unquote free pass to duck out. I hope you don't, but I'll understand. And so with that, hopefully I will see you next time. Hello, Seeking Plum. I've been enjoying your station thus far, not just with the recent episode, but just in general, as I've already told you, you have a natural gift and talent for podcasting, and I am a fan. Um, But, yeah, you cool as shit to me. It wouldn't matter what you tell me, uh, as long as you don't, uh, like, lie to me. That's, we're, we're fine, as long as you don't lie to me about something. Hey, there go some cops on horseback. Why in the rain are they on horseback? Is this some sort of image thing? I should run out there right now and have a Starbucks cup in my hand and see what they'll do. Oh, that's a bad joke. Too soon. Hey, Duan. I just wanted to say thank you for your call today and for the kind things that you said. They were encouraging and I really appreciated uh, hearing from you and uh, yeah I just wanted to say thanks and uh, a a few thoughts go through my head about uh, (laughs) your joke but I think maybe I'm going to leave that one alone for now (laughs) for those of you who don't know that was Dewan of Dewan and Only otherwise known as the fried Oreo and you can hear him right here on Anchor .fm or on anywhere that you hear your favorite podcasts. Darling, 
sweet pea, sweetheart. I said, Dal, I said, love, I said, Han, I said, sweet pea. Congratulations. Wouldn't it be great if we lived in a world where this was never going to be an issue? But you know what? Seeking plum is never an issue for me, ever. I love you just the way you are, however that comes. Just like Diana Ross says. <laughs> Georgie, you have me dancing and laughing and smiling. Thank you for your call and for your support. And... uh I am very, very grateful. I'm grateful for your friendship. Thank you. And uh, if you do not listen to Georgie, you can find her at Georgie D on anchor.fm and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. Thanks again, Georgie. Thanks for listening. In today's episode, you heard music from Vortex entitled Snowflake, available from the free music archive under a Creative Commons license. The details can be found in the episode description.